What's up, everybody? I'm Alex Lewis. And I'm Victoria Lewis. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of Keep, keep That, that same, same Energy, where we'll be discussing how to keep that same energy in your marriage, in your passions, and more. So much more. So let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Keep That Same Energy. And today I got my beautiful wife, Victoria. Hey, y'all. And our special guests, Justin and Bianca. Hey, y'all. How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today we're going to be talking about um, this power power couple's uh, entrepreneurial journey and their relationship. Yes. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. But before we begin, I want to just give a little background about Justin and Bianca. So like my husband said, we have Chef J. Rob and Bianca would be in the bottle. Chef J. Rob was born in the greatest state in the country, Alabama, not the greatest city. Oh God, Birmingham is better, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, he is a self-taught chef who brings occasion kick to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, he is all about um, changing lives one taste bud. Once at a time. So definitely check out the Chef J. Rob experience. If you haven't, his food is bomb, y'all. So bomb. So definitely check him out. And then his lovely girlfriend, Bianca, with her company, Beat in the Bottle. And she is a wine sommelier. Okay. 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 (laughs) Y'all, I've been trying to learn this word all day. (laughs) So, yes, she is. She can answer all your questions. Anything related to wine, she is your go-to girl. And definitely check her out. She offers personalized wine tastings, um, as well as wine and food pairings and other experiences as well. So, definitely check out this Power Couple. I'm sure they're going to talk more about their endeavors. But thank y'all so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. So, how did you guys meet? I'm break to actually in the DMs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I actually um, just had moved to Atlanta. Uh, I moved here for grad school. That's how I ended up in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, I was just scrolling on the gram. And I don't know how I came across her page where we, I guess we've been following each other for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, you know what I'm saying? She's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I play it smooth, you know what I'm saying? I try to be smooth operator for something that I really want. So, um, you know, I just liked her picture, kept it moving. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully she see the light next time she posts. Pop, pop. You know what I'm saying? Give her that double tap. (laughs) So I eventually ended up DMing her um, a picture. She was, like, wearing a hat or a shirt. The shirt said, don't text him back. Oh yeah. That's what the shit oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I I use that as my own oop, like, you know yeah. I text you, you gonna text me back or you're gonna do what your shirt say. So I ended up getting her number and um I told her, you know, if you're willing to come to Atlanta, cause she stays she still stays um uh she, in the Columbus area where she's from, so in Pine Mountain, Georgia. Uh, which is an hour away. So we're not oh. long distance, but, you know, we're a distance relationship. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. But anytime we're together, mm-hmm. somebody make that drive, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I told her, you know, if you're willing to come down, I thought she was in Atlanta, so I thought it was going to be great. But yeah. she's like, oh, I yeah, great. it is great. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, I told her, if you're willing to come down, then, um, you know, we can go to a Braves game, you know, and I'll cook for you. So mm-hmm. that was the hook. Yeah. The, I was going to say, man, that's something different. A lot yeah. of men ain't going to ask that. So surprisingly, <laughs> when she came the first time, um, I didn't tell her what she was eating. I didn't know she liked wine. So I cooked lamb, 
uh, scalloped potatoes. I did a pepper jam on a cracker as her appetizer, mm -hmm. and I served her some uh, red wine, which was uh, riscato. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. I served her that riscato that you get from Kroger. Simple, sweet. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you yeah. can't go wrong with that. Right. And I made my own sangria with that. Okay. So this girl comes to a complete stranger's place. Turns out lamb's her favorite meat. Wow. Turns wow. out she loves wine, as we know now. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So she was like, this is okay. okay. <laughs> so I felt like I that it. was a great first impression. And then, like, the chemistry we had on our first date at the Braves game, like, we still to date try to go at least once, you know what I'm saying, throughout the season. And we try to get those same seats in that same area because, I mean, like, the vibe was just amazing, you know, so. Y'all are so cute. Y'all are so cute. I love it. Like, now I want to hear your he, side. He missed a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's always another side to it. He forgets a lot of stuff. But. Basically, he started like replying to my stories, you mm -hmm. know, and it was like, a, okay, cute. Like, I went to his page, I was like, you can cook, okay, <laughs> attractive, all right, so something's gonna be wrong, of course, you know how you just mm -hmm. think that anyway. <laughs> but from, you know, to mentally prepare yourself to make an hour drive for a date, it has to be something that you see in that person. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna just do it, whatever. Drove up there, and once I get in there, it's just like instantly we're joking and having a good time, and mm -hmm. it's so natural. Normally, it's like, Force. I, yeah, yeah, it's like you're like, okay, I'm at this person's <laughs> house now. It's yeah. like, Ugh. which you normally I wouldn't even do, yeah. you know. And so we're there, and this man had a whole appetizer. <laughs> An appetizer, <laughs> like, right? I was just like. I'm not used to having a man like cater to me in yeah. that way. And I was just like blown away. The food was amazing. Like he said from the game, like he grabbed, I don't even know if you remember this, but a bunch of people, of course, is the Braves game. Mm -hmm. It's our first date. He grabs my hand and walks me through this crowd. And I'm like, okay, so he ain't trying to hide from nobody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's how we raised him, Mobile. Yeah. You know yeah. And so. I still Which remember I we're sitting in the came stands. Out of my <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally sitting in the stands enjoying the I, I don't watch baseball, but it's just the vibes. Yeah. And he takes my phone and he's like, This is the first date. You don't grab nobody's phone on the first date. Mm. So he gets it and he's going through my calendar and I'm like, Okay. I'm just I'm seeing but I'm not like acknowledging it. It's yeah. like whatever. And then later when I went back to look at I, I just I got home and everything. And I looked at it and he put, we went on our date in July and he put October, he had his Halloween party. So October 31st or whatever the date was for the party, he put my Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And then he put Thanksgiving with Justin. Then he put Christmas Eve with Justin. I was like, <laughs> you see that past this moment? Wow. And men don't think that way, no. you know? So yeah, I was like, yeah, probably. So we're we're mm -hmm. we're That's awesome. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Aww, I love love. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you guys manage like the long distance? I know that's something that we had to personally go through yeah. uh, for a few years. It was about it was seventeen hours apart. Seventeen hours and, and well, three hours, seventeen and seven. Right. Yeah. For two so years and nine months. We either used to take, when we were 16 to 17 hours away, we used to take flights, obviously. Yeah. Um, but when we were seven hours away, we used to drive once a month or something, which was definitely 
Dedication. Yeah. Yeah. And you could take it. I can't have to sit here and there. I'm one little hour trip. I mean, it's something though. Like you can't just like you know just stay alive. Yeah, I'm down the street. Like I'm gonna scoop you or something. Or you have to plan it in a sense. Yeah, and I know like especially with someone that you love, someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want to be with them all the time. Yeah. Or be able to spend, you know, a lot of valuable moments in your free time. And even when you have free time, if it's distant, you can't make it happen. Mm -hmm. And with me, I feel like because, uh, you know, I'm fully self-employed and I'm running everything on my own, it can seem like a longer distance because I can't commit to come to her as much as she comes to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I have to be in here in Atlanta to make the money that I make to take care of whatever I got to take care of. And I know for her... That's a little bit harder, but she makes she doesn't make excuses. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't make um, any reason of why she can't come and spend time with me during her free time. Mm -hmm. So I do appreciate that. And now I've seen that she has a lot more free time, which is why I wanted to branch out that brand. You know what I'm saying? Of being mm -hmm. the bottle, so you can use that free time to monetize, and that's our way that we build each other. Right? You got some free time. I got a little bit of free time. Let's figure out how we can get money together. That's just been my mindset, and I feel like that's something that, you know, is always going to keep the spark. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah. people say yeah. down the relationship, they lose that spark, right? the case may be. And even if we didn't have our brands, I don't think we'll ever lose that spark just because that's just how we are with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But bringing along, you know, not only your lifelong partner, but a business partner, yeah. I feel like that's just going to keep making things, you know, interesting. Listen, when y'all had his wedding, when you when you popping these questions, Justin? When this question? Because it sounded like you already seeing how you planned everything yeah, from when you first met her. You gotta have this plan in your mind. You might yeah. don't. don't I mean, you could drop it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I definitely have uh some things life lined up as far as a timeline. Everybody has a timeline yeah. ideally that they want to roll things out. But yeah. for her, I explained to her. I'm glad that she's not. You know, feeling like, where's my ring at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, damn, I know she's never mm -hmm. been that type of way. Right. Uh, we've been dating since um, October of 2018. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going on two years now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like nothing's different from that first date. You know, I can honestly say that. You know, of course, spending a lot more time together, you get to learn a person a little bit more deeper um, yeah. or a little bit more in depth. And then, um, of course, you know, there's situations that arise like any uh, relationship, but it's nothing that's not like all we gotta do is talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's right. all it takes is communication. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's as far so as key. the question, because I feel like I kind of erased from that real oh, that's quick. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's um, <laughs> me personally, like I just know that I want to give her the best. I want to provide for her, not that she can't provide for herself, but in a way in a bigger sense as far as the family, you know what I'm saying, as far mm -hmm. as things like that. And my mindset now is I want her to work as hard as she can now and as hard as I can now. So by the time, you know, we turn 30, you know what I'm saying, together, there's a little bit more freedom, yeah. whether it's financially, whether it's time, whether it's, you know, time for children, whatever the case may be, um, to make those things acquirable. Right. And I literally told her this maybe last week. So I just reiterate things like that to let her know, mm -hmm. like, it's coming, but you know, let's not rush it because I want things to be as stable as possible. Because when you make that next step, 
Yeah. Ain't, there's no turning no back. Turning At back. least for me, it's not. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I told her. She knows my intentions. You know, everybody knows my intentions. It's just making it happen. So yeah. I feel like there's a time and place for it. That's beautiful. Well, I have two questions. For you, Bianca, yes. how do you as a woman not apply that pressure on Justin? Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of women struggle with that. I think yeah. women struggle with that because they're they're unsure of their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like that ring gives them that validation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need a ring to know that he's not going anywhere and that we're solid and that yeah. we're building. Yeah. And even now, it's less of a... It's not that I don't want to be engaged. Of course I do. It's just not back in my head like, oh, when am I getting my ring? Because we're so focused on building, like he said. Right. And I feel like once you have your own thing going on and they have their own thing going on, you're not as worried about, oh, ring, ring, ring. And a lot of people get the ring and it's still not, they're not happy, you know? So I'm glad we're building a foundation and then... That comes. That's I think that's really yeah. beautiful, man. Like I said, cause that's the key to that problem. I would say, yeah. You know, even for us, like when we first, before we got married, you know, that was kind of our goals so of really kind of building ourselves up, focusing on our, on that foundation, yeah. so that we can have you know longevity in the future. Whether that be taking risk, you know, in entrepreneurship and things of that nature. Because mm-hmm. honestly, this is the time to do it. It is. It is. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not 30, you don't got kids, neither one of y'all got real responsibilities besides maybe student loans. Yeah. So mm-hmm. jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah for real. Yeah. You know, so and keep jumping. And keep jumping. Yeah. So yeah, so um my other question is like so right now it sounds like you're working you both are working on your kind of your work life balance, specifically like a lot for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so how does that look for right now versus obviously you're building to the future to have that freedom. So what does that look for you right now to the work life balance between you no two? No sleep. Oh, you go first. You're going to talk about yours. My balance, you're asking how do I balance relationship and work? Really both, yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, it's really just, you know you got to work. Like, that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is who I want to be with. So, Mm -hmm. for me, they're both important. Very important. You can't have money to secure a future without working and He ain't going nowhere, so... (laughs) (laughs) So right now, give her full spill. She's um, in grad school right now. She's getting her master's in education. Mm -hmm. She also um, works, she's managing her father's restaurant. Her father's a chef, too. Mm -hmm. So... Look at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she's doing that as well as... We're trying to really jumpstart and keep rolling her um, being the bottle brand. Mm-hmm. So she's managing all three of those things beautifully in my eyes because I was doing the same when I first moved here. I was doing grad school. I was a travel phlebotomist, taxes during the tax season, and Chef J-Rob. Mm-hmm. And I never complained. I knew this is what you, you know, you're destined and made for. You know, everybody's not cut for this, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's not even entrepreneurship that I'm doing right now. Like. I keep always use the term rock star. Like I'm literally rock starring life right now because now outside of um, grad school, since I've graduated, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. um, Right now I'm just doing taxes and Chef Mm J-Rock. But I've been blessed to get the opportunity to be introduced to Mr. Steve Harvey, you know what I'm saying, doing his personal chef. And the talks that I've had with that man, he just opened my eyes to a whole new outlook on life, on the world. I will never look at life in the world the same because there's no reason whatsoever that you can't acquire what you want to acquire in life. Mm -hmm. There's no reason. There's no excuse. This man will be up 
at four o'clock in the morning texting me. And of course, I used to be knocked out. Now I wake <laughs> up and be like, dang, I missed his call. You know, his, his text message or whatever. And that let me know, all right, if he's up at four and he's old and he's doing a radio show, he's doing a television show, he has these appearances, he has to make a flight, and he always makes it happen mm-hmm. with a smile on his face, same goofy guy that you see on TV like this, the same man that I see every day. You know what I'm saying? He gets tired, of course, like mm-hmm. any human, but you got to get shit done at the end of the day is right. what you tell me. So now, here I am. Like she said, I don't sleep last night. I didn't go to sleep to 5 o'clock in the morning, knocking out people's taxes, and had to wake up um, the day before last and went to a school to do an expo. Like, life is larger than yourself and your problems. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I can make an impact on somebody's life, then I'm going to stay up and do what I need to do. So mm-hmm. help people get these refunds, you know what I'm saying, to help them with whatever situation they have. Went to the school expo, did a demonstration on kids. Like, uh, the school district was a two. What's, what, how the scale go? Well, it's a Title I school. It's a Title I school. So you're talking about low-income families. You're mm-hmm. talking about uh, troubled, you know, upcoming yeah. upbringings and people who don't make good grades. Ask them before they even come. Like, hey man, what's this? You 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 serving food? Like, before y'all ask me questions, what do y'all want to do after high school? Mm-hmm. Just to see where their mind is at. Yeah. A lot of them have some guidance. A lot of them, I want to go to trade school. I don't know. I want to get a job. I want to go to the military. Nothing wrong with any of those three, by all means. But it's like, what's your substance? What what's going to fulfill y'all? And that was my goal there. Yeah, I'm cooking, but I feel like again, this is my my God-given talent for me not only to cook but to introduce a bigger purpose in others' lives. Mm -hmm. So woke my butt up, went to the school and knocked that out, went back to doing taxes. So it's a lot. So for her, before tax season began, I told her maybe I could count eight times, like, (laughs) don't feel neglected. Don't feel like I'm not giving you the time you deserve. Like, I will not have time for you like I have in the past. I'm telling you now, I will not be able to sit up on the phone. (laughs) I will not be able to take you out on dates. I'm I'm not saying, you know, I maybe will make, I'm telling her, I will not be able to do it because. Setting expectations. I I got to, just so she can understand when the time comes. And even when the time comes and she says, I'm like, I told you, baby. Like, (laughs) I cannot do it. Yeah. And it takes a strong person committed in a relationship to not go venture off and see who can give her the attention that she needs or someone to see, okay, well, if you ain't going to be able to text me back for an hour, then I'm going to text somebody else. And Mm -hmm. I would never in my life think that the person who I'm committed to is going to do something like that in my life, which gives me that comfort of not having to worry about the relationship. Mm -hmm. That alone allows me to succeed. Not having to worry about (laughs) my relationship or anything about her, her faithfulness, her loyalty to me, gives me the comfort and peace to move efficiently and successfully to text these people back, to stay up till two o'clock in the morning answering phone calls, to stay up at five o'clock in the morning texting people and her, who the hell are you texting over there? It's like, (laughs) she knows my phone is ringing off the hook. Like right now, I probably got 50 messages. I'll look, 34 messages and 10 (laughs) DMs, all tax related, but it's not like, why are all these people hitting you up? Why are these females doing this? And in my past, I've had a lot of people who didn't fully trust me and understand the process. And yeah. that's what it takes is that one person that you can truly know mm-hmm. and fully trust to make yourself successful. Yeah. I think that's big, man. It is. I don't think y'all really know because it's like, 
you know, I, I know a lot of guys who are in relationships right now that are going through something like that, and they don't feel like they have that support. Mm-hmm. And I think that support is key because, like, when you're going through entrepreneurship and you got your own business, you go through those ups and downs. And I think having that rock, that foundation, that communication, and those things in place, it helps you be able to kind of go through that. Yeah. Because she's now your peace as yeah. you go through this. Yeah. If she was hell. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, the, and the crazy thing right. about it that really brings like something so special to me that makes me like know for sure I've never in my past relationships had someone to support Chef J Rob. Wow. Not a single one of them has been there through it all and be like, I support you. I want you to succeed. Right. They might want the best for me. Yeah. They're not going to stay up to five o'clock in the morning and be chopping up fucking, sorry if I'm not supposed to curse, but sweet potatoes, <laughs> sweet potatoes, peeling sweet potatoes, seasoning meat, cleaning off chicken. And I don't even have to ask. It's to come downstairs, what you need help with, babe. Right. Like, dang, man, I've never in my life had someone to... Like, not where I'm sitting here paying her, whatever the case may mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, I know my man is tired. I know I want him to come up to the bed and, you know, get some rest. So I'm going to go down there. I'm going to wash the dishes right. after he finished prepping and cooking. I'm going to help him prep the food so that he can have a smoother night. Or in cases now, how my loft is set up, I have a nice couch in the kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And she'll stay there and sleep. And then I'm over here finished with meal preps. And it's... Like for, um, I'm, I'm cooking for a corporate company now. So typically I don't sleep throughout the night cause it's a lot of people to cook for. Mm-hmm. And it might be four o'clock in the morning where she just wake up and she's tired. She's like, all right, you need help plate now. And then she'll get the food and start helping me plate stuff. And just like, dang, like that cuts an hour of doing it by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever case may be, because I mean, I have a sous chef now and I have a great personal assistant, but at the end of the day, they have a life. Yeah. They can't be over at four o'clock in the morning doing yep. this type stuff, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I take on the bulk to again, I don't complain, you know, this is what I need to do to set myself up to be successful and you know, I'm just glad that she's right here for the ride. So That's so beautiful. Like I'm just so like <laughs> I'm so proud of y'all and to hear that, you know, y'all unit is just the the foundation that y'all have is so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. So we call it a power couple. I mean yeah. that's something honestly we can see from and through social media. That title. Mm-hmm. And that, right. that mm-hmm. always amazes me that I tell them like people just randomly DM us and like we see this in you or people who we don't know. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so amazing that people can just pick that up. It's special to me. Like mm-hmm. when people say that. Like, yeah. You could, you could just true. see it. Like yeah. I said, you yeah, know, it's just a difference, man. You can just see through y'all social media, like through her commitment, just being there with you. And I'll say this. A lot of people do post a lot of stuff on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like the highlights There's a lot of people say the highlights of a relationship yeah. or whatever. But I'll honestly say like, that's our real deal. Like, I really wish I had a camera to follow us all the time to show, like, even... Weird. Yeah, we we are weird. Like, for instance, like, marriage and kids, we got three stuffed animals at home. <laughs> that, that's our that's our Y'all plate, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, like... It's okay, Bianca. It's, 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 it's okay. Let them talk. Cupcake, Chip, and Ellie. So, okay. yeah. Um, that's so cute. Man. Yeah. So, in the distance, when we when we had when we had to make that drive, either I dropped the kids off at her place. Oh, so cute. Oh man. But yeah, like that's really that's really that's really us. You know what I'm saying? Like then again, on the flip side, you got the you know 
typical things in a relationship. But again, it's nothing that can't be overcome. Yeah. Overcame, right. You know what I'm saying? Nothing that can't be talked throughout. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, even me, I try to be a little bit more private with a lot of things. I like I have a lot of things rolling out for 2020. I want this to be a big year for everybody. That's so awesome. I feel like if I just hit them in the head with it, you know what I'm saying? It's just making a bigger <laughs> impact. But I feel like in translation to a relationship, you got those things that need to stay private, and you got yeah. those things that you know what I'm saying you can show. And a lot of our highlights we still don't show because it's just mm-hmm. things that I feel we should cherish and live in life. You don't always mm-hmm. have to display that yeah. for right. social media. Mm-hmm. And the opposite of that, I see a lot of couples who will post when things aren't great. Everything isn't great all the time. Yeah. That's right. just what it is. Yeah. And they'll go post a, a song that gives you the hints, like oh, this, or like a caption mm-hmm. or a quote or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you're letting people in yep. mm-hmm. for that dude to say you good or that girl mm-hmm. to say, oh, you know. And that's just what's the point? Exactly. You yeah. know. Exactly. It's really no reason to give the devil a room. You're just opening the door. Exactly. Giving them a crack. Like you said, giving other people, making them feel like they got an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, up, yeah. So, so, yeah, y'all yeah. talked about, you know, we actually had a question about documenting because we see you guys like to, like, document when you guys go on trips. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we think that's important just because, you know, we're going to have kids one day. You know, we live in this digital world now. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day we had, like, the VHS cameras and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we got Instagram yeah. and YouTube yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, is that something that's important to you guys to document, like, the it's trips crazy. and everywhere yeah. y'all go Last on? night I brought a, a 2TB uh, hard drive. And what I, what is the exact words I told you last night? Oh, you said this gonna be what we show our kids. This gonna be our new photo album. That's what he said. So yeah. like, like exactly yeah. what you just said. Like okay. all that backup, all the content that we create, we can put on that hard drive. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what you go through. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, it's like a lot of things hard copy again are transitioning into the digital world. Yep. Yeah. And it's a lot easier and a lot more simple and less cost. You know, I'm saying to just record a video, take a picture and do stuff like that. Right. And again, there's a lot of things and pictures, videos that we took on these trips that I wanted just for us to keep, you know what I'm saying? For us, for our keepsake to watch and stuff like that. So I feel like it's important for me to create those contents, you know what I'm saying? Have people document because I mean, I want it for my own personal and so so does she. But again, Mm -hmm. when you post stuff on social media, like you never know what can come from it. You know, you got sponsorships, you got things like that. So. If you build that following, like when time have kids, you know, you can get some free pampers shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know what I need to so take. Like, yeah. Baby right. showers. I know. Exactly. <laughs> but I like a book. I, like we yeah. take Polaroids and I'm still, we've been working on that forever. We uh, gonna, I like to have everything in a book. He can keep it digital, but you like it's to good feel to it. Yeah, yeah. I like to see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? As far as what just documenting everything, yeah, you know, I know that's something you go yeah, to, I, I you definitely to love yeah. documenting things. It's just it's good to look back. We've been together; it'll be eight years this year. Wow! But we've been married going on almost two years. Almost two years, yeah. So it's just mm-hmm. you know having those memories, just looking back is is special, and it just brings that you know it reminds you of what you've been through, all the mm-hmm. things that you have done together throughout your life, the transition from undergrad to adulthood to where we are today so it's just it's beautiful looking back on that and then when you have those rough times or times where you just i don't know sometimes you you forget 
and um or you can be unappreciative and you mm-hmm. look back at those moments and it's just I don't know it comes back yeah. it comes back so what about specifically traveling like I see you guys y'all been to Paris you know, where where all have y'all been to so that so we went to Bali for my graduation trip okay that was our first no we that was our first that was our first out of the country trip before then we went to um, Tennessee to go snowboard and ski and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, but Bali was our first international trip, and I'm a finesser. So we had, <laughs> we had the trip itself um, required two layovers. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the ticket price compared, looked at places I've never been in life. She's been all over the world. <laughs> Hands down, she's been to more places than I can even name. And for me, it's just like, okay, well, I know you already been to Paris. you already been to Amsterdam too, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's just like, we're something that we could both enjoy, you know what I'm saying, especially since it's my graduation trip that I want to go to, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Amsterdam and Paris were both layovers. Mm-hmm. They were 10-hour and 12-hour layovers. So the People would never know that those were. I was like, yeah, shoot, yeah, right. I made an itinerary. No I'm a planner to the T. I said, he is this the time, best planner ever. This time, awesome. we get off the plane. <laughs> it's going to take an hour to get through check-through. We're going to change in the bathroom. You got 15 minutes to do your hair and makeup, throw on your clothes. <laughs> I'm going to carry it in this brown bag. That brown bag, if anybody goes on Instagram, look at our Paris pictures. Like That had all of our stuff in it. And <laughs> oh, I, I carried that around that, all yeah. throughout you know all throughout the city everywhere we went and we just was able to just enjoy the city and the thing is i don't want to okay we're here let me take a picture or we're here let's get this video and get this highlight reel that's why i had i paid someone to come on the trip so we can just live throughout it we can enjoy the experience we can enjoy what these countries have to offer and don't have to worry about being posy posy for something catching those moments yeah. yeah of course in front of Eiffel Tower we're gonna strike a pose you know what I'm saying <laughs> but yeah. everything else was just living in the moment and their job was just to capture us doing that so that we can have for our keepsake wow so that yeah. prevents that alone you know people are like oh you pay someone like I mean we didn't pull out our phones for real for real we was intimate with each other you know what I'm saying in the moments as far as enjoying the scenery enjoying the activities taking surfing lessons there's no need to pull out our phones like okay go back go back out there and take a picture and take a video like we got someone doing all that for us so it really allows us to really enjoy the moment and that's a lot of stuff that us as millennials we always want to document it we always want to do something there's nothing wrong with that but it's about you know really enjoying those moments you know what i'm saying as yourself and that's so much more valuable too much more valuable it sounds like like you're a very intentional person well you guys both intentional to each other and so but it's like you're really really intentional and my wife is well it's not that i had to learn because in the beginning of our relationship i was very intentional um because i didn't have much like because we went through cycles in our life where i was working and she wasn't so when we first met I wasn't work. We were in college, but I didn't have a job, and she did. Mm-hmm. So I used to just be like the most creative person ever to figure out something to do, yes. you know. So and just mm-hmm. to make her feel special. Yeah. And so it seems like you do the same thing right mm-hmm. now. And so I think I wanted to take the opportunity now to kind of reemphasize the importance of that, because I know a lot of women really they have the love language of. Word of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Physical touch. <laughs> Physical touch. Uh-huh. Gifts. Mm-hmm. Quality side. Yeah. And what am I missing? Acts of, what, what is it? Acts of, service, acts of service. services. Acts yeah. of services. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, but like with being intimate and being intentional with somebody, it makes them feel special. And so I think for you right now, since you're so far ahead, my advice to you would be just keep that same energy in that area yeah. forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because honestly, it never goes away. Mm -hmm. And she's not going to ever want you to stop. Right. So <laughs> regardless right. of what you're doing and the fact that you're doing it right now when you sounds like you're like the most busiest you've ever been in your life yeah. is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I know a lot of men that juggle a lot less who struggle in that area. Yeah. So mm -hmm. my hat's off to you. Thanks, man. <laughs> yes. Thanks, bro. Yes. Give you your roses, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And then also just you've already set that bar. So you just got to keep it going, mm -hmm. keep it going. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. you know, I I see so much power between you two. I just continue to see, I see you guys can just continue to elevate. Mm -hmm. And I don't see that sparkly even. Like, y'all really... I don't feel that with a lot of couples, but it's just something about y'all too that's so mm -hmm. special. So cherish that, you know, yeah. cherish and that. I love that you and protect say that. that too. You know, it's like disheartening to hear people say, Oh, y'all in this phase, it's gonna No. You mm -hmm. know? And I'm mm -hmm. like, Are you that unhappy? Yeah, it's people that's not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Never dim your light. Mm -hmm. Never allow anyone to interrupt your happiness, your right. peace. And, you know, be happy and be proud. Like, just because other people are not does not, you don't have to just succumb to what they're going through. You get what I'm saying? Like, just set the, dwell just, in it, you right. know? Just set the new norm. I mean, even yeah. for us, when I went off to Pennsylvania and she was in Arkansas, we heard everything from everybody. Y'all are not going to make it. Mm -hmm. yeah. There is no way Alex mm -hmm. is going to be in Pennsylvania in the cold and be by himself in the cold. Mm -hmm. He is not going to be faithful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't even hard for me. Like, it was just, just fo all you have to do is focus on your partner and focus on why you're there, which is work. Or if you're in Atlanta and you're in the same place, just focus on work. Yeah. yeah. And not, in, like I said, you basically be in intentional from afar. Yeah. And it makes life a lot simpler. But, I mean, we heard it all. I mm -hmm. mean, her uncles, her family members were saying. You can't find love in college. You, you can't like, find love in college. Or at a young age. Y'all ain't going to stay together. Mm -hmm. like, Y'all too young. You don't need to think about, you know, yeah. being serious. I can talk about my dad because he don't listen to the podcast. I mean, he was telling me, <laughs> like, you know, nigga, you too young yeah. to to be like to be with somebody so serious right now, like, yeah. you in the prime of your life. That's how all dads are. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. like you should be at your your sexual peak right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> with, with everybody. Yeah. yeah, but I mean for them though, I mean not to go on this, I guess down this rabbit hole, but I think for them they just want to make sure we're not going in the direction they don't want us to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but and I understand that, but you know I think it's special when you do find somebody at a young age that you can build with, because I mean for mm -hmm. a lot of people. They run from that when they find it, and they end up back lonely. That's so true. So I think it's important to truly cherish that while you have it right now, and I'm glad to see that this young love, this young black love mm -hmm. that we see in man. It, man. Yes. Um, so let's talk about businesses a little bit. So mm -hmm. how, how did, when did, when and how did Chef J-Rob start? Uh, Chef J-Rob started in the dorm my freshman year. Um, I got asked to do a black student union pageant. Mm -hmm. And Auburn University was a predominantly white institution. So, you know, I felt like this is a good way to, you know, meet new people. I'll do it. And it was like, oh, well, you need a talent, dude. And I was like, uh, like what? You know, I don't sing, <laughs> I don't dance. So yeah. um, my friend Rachel, she was like, well, dude, you can cook and I'll just record you. And I'm mad I don't have the video anymore because my last external hard drive crashed on me. Mm. But uh, I made yeah. a video. In my dorm, cooking on a skillet uh, as a New York strip, and I cooked it with some wine, 
and it just turned out awful, but I thought I was doing something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I served samples to the plate to the whole auditorium and the judges, and I got like second runner up. And that's when I made a name for myself, Chef J Rob. So then, you know, once I crossed my fraternity and we started doing Lazy Appreciation Nights, like I the Lazy Appreciation Night before I crossed, it was like maybe seventeen girls there. They served some fruit, some cheese, some ham, some uh, bootleg charcuterie board. <laughs> then once I crossed and our first Lazy Appreciation Night and it was like Chef Jerob's cooking, we had like 80 girls come through. Then the second year, there was 120. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it was like a consistent 80, so forth and so on. And that's when I got the title, Your Girl's Favorite Chef. Because <laughs> I felt like, you know, Chef Jerob brought the ladies out to the, you know, the event and stuff like that. So going throughout college, I wasn't doing it for money. I was just cooking just to cook. Mm -hmm. Then when I moved out here to Atlanta for grad school, that's when I was like, you know, well, you know, I can make some money from it, you know, get my toes wet, see where it takes me. And that's when I, you know, got my business license. I got my LLC, all that good jazz. And, you know, I started hitting the ground running and never looked back. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. What a journey. Yeah, so, <laughs> yep. so I see your girl's favorite chef when I'm starting dating. I'm like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> how do, has that affected you at all since you, you saw or heard that? Or like, how did no. it affect your initial? Because he's. After, at first you see it, you're like, your girl's first. So you're just trying to cater to women in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And then once you meet him, he's literally a marketing genius. He's going to put, right. I still remember before we started dating, before we went on our first date, I saw he posted something about your girl's favorite chef. And he was like looking all cute with some food in the back, whatever it was. And I was like, that's some great marketing. You know, because <laughs> honestly, I can't blame women for wanting to book him. Do you know? Yeah. Like, one, the food's great, and then you get to look at him, too. It's like a win-win for you. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's business, and right. that's how I see it. Yeah. So, it's nothing yeah. more and nothing less than that. And I'll be honest, like, that's the sugar-coated way of it. Me, mm -hmm. before I got in a relationship, like, everybody that came through, they're on the gram. They're on my story because other females see that and be like, she getting tossed on the gram, you know what I'm saying? I want to be on the Instagram. I want to be on the Insta story. Like, that was a thing. People wanted to have the Chef Jar experience to be on my story or to get posted. Like, they had the Chef Jar experience. So, every female that used to come, you know, to have the experience, I would put them on Instagram. That's why the Your Girl's Favorite Chef was driven so hard because yeah. it was, like, very attractive females. And to this day, it's still very attractive females that, typically I cater to, but it's nothing that's left field. Mm. Mm -hmm. Any female who had booked me in the past, of course, they might think, well, you know, maybe something can shake, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we can have some conversation. But now, even if they're attractive, not attractive, doesn't matter, they come correct, you know what I'm saying? Because they know, they can sense it. They, they, it's, they, I, I'm very glad to know that people who inquire about bookings, who inquire about things, no matter what, who I felt like, you know, I'm pretty sure they'll probably try some slick shit. Like, I'll let her know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they on some other stuff booking me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they don't. Like, they know, like... But also, he moves differently now. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. I, I guess. Uh -huh. So, I don't always post, like, of course, my meal prep clients. My goal is to get them whatever fitness point that they want to get to. If they're trying to drop inches off their waist, if they're trying to get thick, whatever the case may be... Mm -hmm. That's how my meal prep is catered to them. So when they get those results and they post it, I'll be quick in the heartbeat to share it to my story, Chef J. Ross meal prep, where they're in their bikini 
or the case may be. And I mean no harm. I mean no disrespect to my relationship. Mm-hmm. But from a business standpoint, if I post a girl looking thick, looking good in her prime because of my meal prep and working out, it would benefit me to say that. And they wouldn't have a problem with me doing that because it's true. Mm-hmm. But from her standpoint, it's like, no, (laughs) you not finna post another girl half naked on your Insta story. Not going for it. Yeah. So to me, that was a battle. There are ways to do that without doing it. Like there's ways around it. I'm just saying like she could have on clothes. You can see someone's fit in clothes. Yeah. Yeah. A swimsuit. They don't have to be naked. Yeah. They don't. And I get where she's coming from. At the time, I wasn't trying to hear. I'm like, you tripping? (laughs) (laughs) I need to post this photo because I can get clients off this. You know what I'm saying? But again, like any relationship, yeah, meet in the middle. So something I didn't mind not doing. It's not going to kill my business to not post something like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's something I also had to learn because, you know, like I told you guys, I'd take pictures. Mm-hmm. Or at the time, I did take more pictures than I do now. Um, and when I was in college, I took a lot of risque pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so during that time, like for most of that, we were together. We were together the entire time. Or the entire time, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> um, that was a process. She was very supportive throughout that because I used to make money off of it. It wasn't like I was just doing all of it just yeah. for free or for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was something that, you know, I had to learn through because it was something that she had to become comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's something that's completely different because you're talking about half naked. I'm talking about they are all the way, you know, fully naked in front of me. But I think, I'll let you speak to it, but for me, I think she had a sense of comfortability because she knew how mature I was. Because for me, it was a job, and I was trying to learn, and I was mm-hmm. just trying to take pictures, and I wasn't trying to take advantage of anybody mm-hmm. uh, or just, you know, manipulate the situation for my advantage. Right. Um, and so, and there, and there were situations where girls, because I think what happened was girls did not expect for a guy to respect their body when they were in that form as far mm-hmm. as being naked. Yeah. And when that happened, it was just like, why aren't you trying me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, and that makes you, that makes them want you. And that makes them want you more. Exactly. And I was not trying to man, use that as a manipulation tactic. It was just something I learned while doing it, mm-hmm. yeah. because it was even something that was told to me verbally through their actions and so on and so forth. And so, like you said, then I just moved a little different, and I said, okay, well, you need to come with me. Mm-hmm. Or I had a roommate at the time. Well, hey, bro, you need to come out of here because obviously he supported our relationship. So it was like mm-hmm. stand in mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit, yeah. so yeah. so she don't yeah, go a little crazy. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's important, you know, to change a little bit because like we say, when you out and you're single and you're by yourself, you can move a certain way. And then after that, you have to kind of switch it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when you got your good thing, you can't be moving like that. So <laughs> you As have you to respect see, it. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't do that. I don't take those pictures anymore. Yeah. So we switched it up a little yep, bit. Yep, yep. But, but throughout that process, like it's, it's similar, just, you know, it was a little, I don't know. I like like Bianca was saying. Like I was so comfortable within myself and with our relationship that I really, even at that young age, I had so much peace about us that I really did not like worry or stress myself because of what you're doing. Because I knew us, you know, and right. having that comfort and knowing us and that you know we're good and nothing's gonna get in between that having that right foundation really was helpful and just having that peace of mind and i feel like it's mostly you like we know them we know our relationship we know our man it's 
you you just know how appealing this could be to other women right you know and exactly. they see that like you were just saying they want to know why aren't you trying me right which is a crazy psycho thing to even think you yeah. know yeah. or they see justin post me or we're in a relationship we're happy he doesn't think that's appealing to women that is so appealing to women. They, they see how they you treat the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how I see it. I, like, never, I never understood it. I thought when you get married you, or when you're or when you're in a relationship, <laughs> that should be a stop sign. No. It's red. Right. It's clear. It's, it's a, let me try. <laughs> let me try. Right. Let me try but what they don't realize is what he does for what he does for you and what he does for me does not mean that you're gonna get the same type of treatment. Mm -mm. So it's just it's no point of doing that at all. No point. And then also, it's about finding your worth within yourself. Like, mm -hmm. if you know who you are as a woman, you don't have to chase another person, man. Never. Don't do it, queen. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> do you still have dudes, like, in your DMs, like, dropping hard eyes under stuff you post and stuff like that? Um, Right now, I would say maybe once every, depending on the photo, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I don't post no crazy stuff. But I would say maybe one or two every other month compared to it used to be you Constant, know yeah. all the time but it's crazy i feel like men respect my relationship more than women respect it from his angle i disagree because i haven't like you get one or two every month i have zero you know what i'm saying and whether it's they move different Nah. They're not gonna give it to you like that. I don't think a girl right. gonna be that blatant. Direct. They won't. Yeah. They don't. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Gonna, I don't it's pretty aggressive out here, man. When I first <laughs> moved out here, nah, they <laughs> they dropping straight hard eyes. And they know you in a relationship. That's a direct shot. Like, hey, yeah. sister. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they feel like a little bit more manipulative. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think women do. They try to attack you like mentally. Like they want to play. They want to play manipulation games. I guess I wouldn't know because I don't give that leeway. You know, yeah. that, that reach out for something, yeah. you know, in little different ways, like, right. Mm -mm. And at first I was kind of blind to that too. You know what I'm saying? She tried to break it down to me like, no, by you giving them that affirmation of mm -hmm. it's okay to, yep. you know, I don't even know, but basically like I got to shut it down, not respond at all. Don't like the comment type right. deal because you know, some things are just real deal compliments, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's right. the food, whether it's the relationship, yep. or outfit, where the case may be. But other things, like you said, now that you're saying it, it's a little bit more of a reason behind. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. One of the girls I used to take pictures of, if you listen to the podcast and you get offended, I'll give you some money. We got an insurance bucket. <laughs> no, so. we're not giving nobody okay, no money. Maybe not her specifically. But anyway, beside the point. The no, ma'am. The, <laughs> the point is, uh, you know, like on Instagram, when you follow somebody, you see it's their birthday or whatever, you know, mobile, you nice pin, you know, just say happy birthday. Exactly. You're saying yeah. happy birthday. Happy, leave it at happy that. birthday. I'm telling you. Nice happy you. birthday. Right. You. And I didn't even say happy birthday. I didn't even write it all out just now. I just said HBD. Exactly. Yeah. So she responded, thank you with like the hard eyes or a heart or something like that. And so I screenshotted it and sent it to my homeboy. He was like, bro, you better not let Victoria see that. I just immediately rolled over and said, look at this. <laughs> so she could see it. But that's an example of mm -hmm. like, I was just being nice. Yeah. 
And she took that extra step to say, okay, this is a, this why is a way in. Why you had to put hard eyes? What was, oh. why? <laughs> why was that I'm necessary? You. So, you been I, extra for no reason. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Glad you got that off your chest. But, <laughs> I mean, it's the but that's, a, that's an example, though, of just like from what I've seen, just like girls just take it like they do. it's a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, dang, you, you said hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I mean it's just real out here, I guess. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. I I would think though you would have it better though. I mean, because I mean, like you said, like dudes are a lot more aggressive yeah, as care. well. That's what I'm saying. And I, Atlanta, I mean, don't get me I mean, wrong. You know how you got that other DM box with like requests. Requests, yeah, yeah, yeah. that gets dicey. But okay. I don't. I'm not going through there looking at that. You know, every yeah. other day. But now I'm looking at it more just because of being the bottle. If I don't follow somebody, then they may go in there. But right, those are the ones who got like 300 followers. They don't care about nothing. They just yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody who I know of for real or who I've had any re- interaction with. They've, they, no one's trying me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. getting this from every angle every day. I'm on Instagram. I saw something like a girl gets like talked to or like hit up every week or something. Like that's not the case. I feel like we're we've been in it long enough now to where they know. Even the stuff I post, like there's no chance. Yeah. Like <laughs> at this point, just give it up. You know, it's not gonna happen. Right. And I think they know that. So it's like, why am I wasting my time? Plenty of them unfollow me. So. So how did being a bottle start for you? Chef J Rock. So basically, I've always loved wine. I've always drank a lot of wine. It's just something I've always loved to do. And my mama was a big winer. Like I was, I've been surrounded by wine for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I've always just appreciated like the elegance around it, the wine glasses, the nice bottles, all of this. And then I met Justin and he, he started keeping the corks like day one, like my wine corks, which he actually used for my surprise birthday trip to Napa Valley, which was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he saw that I was drinking a lot of wine, of course. And then I started to, I just started studying for no reason. Yeah, just learning more about it. Yeah, I just started studying more and more. Like I knew a lot just off of drinking it. But then I was like, let me know what this grape is and this wine and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then I started taking classes. And then that's when Justin decided to be like, let's turn this to an actual business. Yeah. And so he was the push behind all of that. And he's still pushing me now because I just mm-hmm. don't see the, I don't know, I, the potential, I guess. And mm-hmm. he sees so much. And I'm just like, no one's going to want to do that. Like some girl he had, she was super sweet, literally booked me through him to mm-hmm. pick the champagne for the mimosas. Like they had mimosas at brunch and she wanted me to come and talk about wine. So. I don't know. I see there now. I'm getting. I'm coming around to it. And I'm mm-hmm. like all in, and I don't know. What What's your take on how it got started? Yeah, I feel like that's exactly it. Uh, I just wanted, you know, the best for her. You know, what I'm saying. I know that she loves wine, and you know, I, I know it brings her happiness to talk about it when she talks about it to me or lets me know about wine because I don't really drink wine like that. I have no clue what <laughs> any type of whatever is in. When she educates me, I just I see the sparkle. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. watching her first booking of a brunch because she's she's been booked through being the ball. So being the ball's first debut was my EXO event. 
And I felt mm -hmm. that that was perfect. That. I'm gonna use my prime five course dinner that's gonna shut the city down, let people know Chef J Rob is a force to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna put her in the spotlight. I'm gonna throw you off on the deep end and your butt better swim. Cause it's a big <laughs> event, you know what I'm saying? And she did an amazing job. And people were literally like, that was amazing. I, you taught me so much, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, the next, um, it was a three course dinner, three or four course dinner, four course, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, she was like, by the way, I saw your XO event. Can your girl come up with me and, you know, uh, do a, a wine pairing? Heck yeah, she can. Throw it on the tab. <laughs> Look at that. That's your first, you know, first big payday. You know, you can make money off this girl. Like, yeah. keep rolling with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. next thing you know, the brunch booking. Who would have thought you want a... And it made a difference. I'll be honest with you. Like, not just promoting, but I'll serve cooks. I serve bottomless mimosas. I'm looking at price point, something to make <laughs> sure I get the most profit, but have them lit and have a good time. <laughs> Any restaurant you go to, they're serving four or five dollar sparkling wine it's not even called champagne because i learned that from her so this sparkling wine they serve you to get a high price point profit um a low price point to bring in profit and to get you lit that's all you care about is getting lit yeah she served this sparkling wine i took a sip of the mimosa mm -hmm. it i've never had a mimosa so strong because it was <laughs> quality yeah and you can get a quality brunch food and elevate it with the mimosa. I'm pretty sure they was drunk as hell straight up coming out because it was like it was so potent. It was like the bubbles was hitting different. You know what I'm saying? Like even you don't when have she to drink five glasses. Even get, when she popped the yeah. bottle and poured it, I could hear like the fizz coming off of it. And I literally said, I've never heard. I said champagne again, but at the times <laughs> I never heard champagne fizz like that, and that let me know like. This girl knows a lot of stuff that can really elevate everything. And if we offer offer those opportunities to people, then it's going to be for the better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really dope. I like how you empower her and yeah. help her grow and mm -hmm. push her to, to do more. I find myself doing the same thing with Victoria with Culinary Fit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was glad we got to book you last year. It was last year. Mm -hmm. Last mm -hmm. year. And you got to talk to her so that she can really see the value and what she's looking to do and in the YouTube channel and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, if y'all haven't looked at Victoria's YouTube channel, the girl is popping. <laughs> she is popping. And she is and she needs to keep rolling because she is killing it. She is killing it. And it's so crazy. Thank you. It's so crazy you mentioned that. But um that conversation like still sticks with me to this day when I spoke to you um during the brunch booking the for brunch. my birthday last yeah. year about like you just shared with me, um how you can go to culinary school and just all the different things that you're doing and just being so transparent in an open book. Mm -hmm. And that truly blessed me and like just struck something in me where I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of the phrase where, what is it? Um, if you don't see it done, it can't be done. But actually seeing it, you know, I guess a little closer to home in a sense mm -hmm. that it's being done mm -hmm. and seeing everything that you have accomplished and what you're going to accomplish and how you're going to continue to elevate is so inspiring. So I thank you for that and just, you know, always being just an open book and trans transparent about your journey. I appreciate it. Yeah, I really definitely. Do. He's really somebody who wants to see everybody win. And I, I do. love I'll, that about like him. Like, a lot of people would be like, Beautiful. you know, how much do you charge or how do I get, like, 
I I never nobody's ever seen me post about the people who I mentor. I mentor roughly around ten people right now, from high school to grown people who trying to make a switch into their career and want to really take that step in that journey. And you know, I will any question that they ever have, I'm giving them a direct answer. Not no, mm-hmm. well, you know or some way around it. Like yeah. if you have a question and I have an answer, I'll give it to you. Because me doing this whole Chef Jerob experience business, I didn't have no guidance. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for no help. It was an all self figure out thing. And yeah. I, it's not like I was arrogant to do so. I just don't feel like I was exposed to the tools to do so. Mm-hmm. And along this journey, as my success continues to climb and I hope continues to climb as well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm introduced to these different types of people, these different types of experiences and words of wisdom that I just could never even acquire back in Mobile, back Mm -hmm. in starting out freshman year in my dorms, back in moving here to Atlanta even, you know what I'm saying? Like these experiences are giving me things that I want to dish out to people. So even my friends, you know, I tell them like, the biggest thing, if you had to take anything I say today, if you're listening, is I just want you to ask yourself right now, like, what's your purpose in life? What's your biggest purpose? Because it's not that hard. Once you figure out what you truly love to do in life and what you feel like you're made and put on this earth to do, if you feel like it's your nine to five, you're doing it well, but you feel like it's not fulfilling your spirit, you need to ask yourself that question. If you feel like you're unhappy with life or you're trying to figure out a ways to really make something shake, you need to ask yourself that question. Even if you feel like you're very successful, you're making a lot of money, but there's something deep inside of you that you feel like there's something else I could be doing to really make myself happy. You need to ask yourself that question because once you ask yourself that question and you start moving what God has put you on this earth to do, you hear preachers talk about it all the time, but I'm a living testimony that it will truly make you happy. And the reward is not always there. Mm-hmm. There'll be weeks, months even, where you go by and you don't make a damn dollar off of what you put on this earth to do. But as long as you keep praying and keep moving in God's footsteps, that next month might be a $10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. That following month after that might be a $20,000 a month. You might get four weddings in one month. You know what I'm saying? Speaking on a culinary reason. I haven't reached that 20000 one. That'd be nice. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm just talking. You know Let what I'm saying? Let it manifest. Yeah, for real though. Boy making numbers over there. Right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. But yeah. So what was your biggest lesson learned through your culinary journey thus far? Um, My biggest lesson, I feel like there's two things I always have in the back of my mind. One, something's always going to go wrong. And two, you just got to get shit done. As long as I keep those things in my head, I'm prepared for everything. Before starting off, when I was first getting overwhelmed with bookings, not them coming in, but the actual booking, like overwhelmed with the work I'm having to do, overwhelmed with staying up, like that's what it takes. And the quicker you realize whatever your profession may be, whether it's photography and you got to edit all these countless hours and you're tired, whether, you know what I'm saying, you're doing training and you just it's very tiresome you know what I'm saying and having to wake up and do it all over again I think it's easier and you know you fulfilled your purpose when you do all these things and you wake up the next day and it's like damn I gotta do this again it's like a let's get it yeah. let's get after it and that all comes with your personal attitude as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't feel like it's one big lesson I can dish out, but I think those are two of my biggest takeaways that you just got to know that something may not always go your way and that at the end of the day, you have to get the job done. Some great advice. Yeah. It seems like you guys, you know, really value like multiple streams of income because you guys are building up, obviously, your business, your business, and Mm -hmm. you also have the TaxWiz business. Yeah, so I definitely want to, I mean, cut you off, but I did tell her the other day, like, I really want to have myself a big stream of income, which is Chef Mm J-Rob, and my side hustle, which is TaxWiz. And, of course, I really want both to flourish, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I want for myself. For her, hers is going to be her main um, stream of income was going to be teaching when she finished school. And I want her side to be be in the bottle where I hope both really flourish. Mm-hmm. Then I want us to have a, a, a shared joint stream of income where it's real estate, which she doesn't want to do. But, like, it's something, <laughs> something that I feel that we can both make money from together in a business and put that money in one account and that fund our dream house that funds whatever when the time comes when we go on vacation or we need to support kids or a case and be it comes out that fund but we still have our own money mm-hmm. to support our own personal business and so forth and so on you know what i'm saying not saying that you can't dip into those types of accounts or whatever but in my head in a perfect world that's how i feel it should be set up you got two streams of income and got a middle one to meet, and you run everything from that. That's awesome. And then also, just a little plug for tax wigs. If you haven't filed your taxes yet, Talk to you need to check out <laughs> our tax preparer, Justin Robertson, Chef J Rob at Tax Wigs. Because let me tell you, we were owing, I think, yeah, we were owing, owing money. Hey man, the government might be listening. So, oh, you know, anyway, go. He looked out. Like, he, he took care of us. He answered all our questions. He did a phenomenal job. So, definitely check out Chef J Rob. Justin Robertson at TaxWiz. Thank you. Thank you. So how did that start? Started with uh, my line brother, uh, Tevin Harrell. His father does taxes, and he was basically trying to show him the ropes. Shout out to PGHS alumni. <laughs> and so he, um, he was like, yeah, bro, you know, I, I want to do my own company, man. What you think? I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm bro, you know what I'm saying? What you got up? taxes and I was like hell no (laughs) (laughs) you want me to deal with people's money like IRS taxes he's like yeah bro like you're gonna go through tax boot camp you're gonna be straight man you're gonna know everything man like you got you hyping me up you know what I'm saying so of course me you know trusting loving my bro I was like all right man I'll do it you know what I'm saying so he gave that same pitch to a couple of others and then the main ones that stick was me Jordan and Miwa uh all same chapter uh, so Tevin's my line brother, Jordan and Miwa uh, are my dean and assistant dean. So we always been tight, closely niche, you know what I'm saying, just from, you know, the fraternity and stuff like that. So um, to this date, you know what I'm saying, it's never been no hiccup with us. We always understand business is business. Everyone, they're all engineers and, um, you know, everyone has jobs, you know, and me, even though I'm the only fully self-employed working, like I'm just as busy if not busier than them sometimes you know what i'm saying the difference is is they have to wake up and go to that nine to five you know what i'm saying and it's about finding that balance when they gotta work and they're gone all day they're tired if i got time which is kind of rare now as far as this year because i really don't you know what i'm saying um i'll pick up their slack vice versa 
and we're we're the strong backbone of the back office. Now we have different people in the company. You know, um, Tevin, he just did a, a, um, a um, interview with Voyage Magazine. Mm -hmm. And on the quote, it says, our first year, we struggled with getting 100 clients. Now we're filing 100 clients a week. Which is powerful. And that's, I don't know if I said that right. I need to look something that up. Like, but it was yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's a true testimony. My first tax year, I did 12 clients. I was scared. I didn't want to deal with people's money. I was a phlebotomist at the time. So um, at a plasma center. So, of mm -hmm. course, people coming in to donate plasma to get money. Get so that's money, the type yeah. of crowd I was dealing with. And I was like, screw it. You got, you got your taxes done? Because I heard... Like that type of tax bracket is gold for tax repairs because they have they're they're in a sweet spot where you can write off a lot and give them a lot of money back and get a high preparation fee type deal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, I want to try to make money, so let me ask them. So I'll never forget. I won't go too far on tangent, but I'll never forget. I went over to this uh, lady house. She had two kids. It was a trailer home. She had two kids running around in just a diaper, and the baby dad, I was doing his taxes first. So I knocked on the door, I walked in, and it's just like almost one of those HGTV hoarder-looking places, mm -hmm. stuff everywhere. And I sit down, I open up my little iPad, got my little booklet ready to go over <laughs> stuff. I look at the table, guns sitting right there on the table. Mm -hmm. Weed sitting right there. And I'm like, dang, bro, someone hit up this house. It's a wrap for me. Like, that's the whole time that's what I was thinking, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm well-rounded just in general, you know what I'm saying, as far as how I was raised, you know, background and everything like that. So stuff yeah. like that didn't make me feel uncomfortable. But the people who I've dealt with in taxes, it doesn't matter where you're very wealthy, making $500,000 a year, which I got clients like that, or you over here really on welfare and you, you need to claim your your kid, your sister's two kids, and we need to figure out how we're gonna write off your hairstyling business to get you eight, nine thousand dollars just so that you can pay back all this money that you owe to people. I got those type clients too, you know what I'm saying? Not the welfare, but just in a general sense so you can see how big of the demographic is and everybody in between you can fill it in. Yeah. So I'm able and comfortable enough to deal with everyone's situation, no matter what you think your background is, no matter how complicated you think your taxes are. It's, 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 it's water for us, you know what I'm saying? We're able to get you what you need in a timely manner. So I feel that's what makes TaxWiz such a better company than a lot of these mainstream companies. Mm -hmm. Even aunties and uncles who do taxes, like mm -hmm. we care about our clients, even if that's your uncle, I'm telling you, if you come talk to me, we're gonna discuss things that you would never know you could legally write off. Yeah. We go to the IRS tax forms. We go to these annual tax software companies Art or not companies, but our software and get educated. They take their time off of work. I cancel bookings for the weeks and we sit there. Like when we went to New Orleans, they took off three days of their job. I canceled the bookings for the weekend. We went to New Orleans to go to the IRS tax form so we could know for all our clients the proper way to file, the proper way to educate mm -hmm. them on new laws that are coming. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really beneficial for our company alone that we look out for our people, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like Victoria said, he, he gets the job done. Yeah. And they get the job done. Clearly, they're getting 100 people a week. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so my first year, I only did 12. Now, we fast forward to this year. Uh, it's only been one month 
since tax season began. So we're in March right now. Tax mm -hmm. season began in February. And to date, I looked at my spreadsheet before I came here. I have 436 clients lined up. Your, goal, your, your goal? goal was 300, right? Was it 300? Yeah. My goal is crazy. That's crazy. And I just thought, like, I don't know if I was saying 300 for the whole tax season or 300 for just that month, but I got so fired up mm -hmm. that I was like, that's not enough. Like, honestly, I'm trying to do 500. And that's crazy. I'm already at 436. Yeah, you might want so to. So, the difference, yeah, I want to, yeah. So, I need to shoot for a higher goal, 800, which was the first number that I thought of. I was like, nah, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but now, you looking at it after it one is. month, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, my goal is to now, I'm saying, so I'm going to 800 by the end of tax season. And of that 800 that come in, get free quotes, where the case may be, I need to guarantee file 500. That's my goal. And that ratio is very, very horrible because I'm a converter. You let me know what you need, I'm going to get it done. So ideally, out of 800, 650 would be great. Because at the end of the day, you got people who owe, dealing with a lot of people that owe, they don't want to pay 125 up front on top of paying the IRS 3000 That's not my fault, you know what I'm saying? You didn't get no allowances. You, I mean, say you, you applied for the most allowances, which means you didn't get no taxes taken out, which means you're going to owe. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I can do in that regards to I can bring how much you owe down, but I can't affect the fact that you owe. Mm -hmm. And right. stuff like that are the people who I miss out on, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. where they go to whoever else, it's not going to get any better. So they end up just not filing, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But yeah, 800 is what I need to bring in and 650 guaranteed. That's the goal. That's my new goal right there. Awesome. Let's get it. Is that so. exclusive? Is that that's the exclusive. <laughs> you heard it first here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what are some other goals that you guys have for this year? Whether it be in your relationship or in your businesses? Yeah. What you got, kid? Mm -hmm. The tax talk had me. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of I support you though. Um, goals. Let's see. I definitely want Be in the Bottle to become the go-to wine resource, if you will. Because I feel like a lot of people who follow me, they literally have no insight on wine. They're like, oh, I like to get wine drunk. That's the number one, you know, <laughs> wine drunk. Mm -hmm. And just talking to people, being able to educate them. And I want to get more bookings and do more food and wine pairings with Justin. Oh, we do have, okay, some couples goals as far as we want to do couples cooking classes with wine pairing where we're making pasta and by hand rolling everything out then we talk about the mm -hmm. wine that we're pairing it with just a lot of ways to make money that i feel like people will actually enjoy and they'll mm -hmm. learn some stuff too i mean me personally graduate um grad school and when do you graduate start yeah, teaching when? 2021 so next, next summer year. Okay. yeah next summer yeah <laughs> She just graduated grad school last, it a few months December. ago, December, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm so over it. Glad it's over. Girl. But yeah. I'm not looking forward to these student loans. I have like yeah. three more months. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Life. What about you? Um, as far as my goals, uh, I mean, I have a lot of things that I want to roll out. I think my biggest thing is that I want to make... Um, six figures for myself through Chef J-Rob alone. Um, and 
six figures is just a benchmark to know that I'm moving in the right direction. It's not like, oh, I made six figures, I'm successful. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. define success with the amount of money that I make. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of stuff that I don't want to um, talk about yet because I want, I got to keep it. I mean, you can always drop it. I keep saying it. <laughs> the exclusive. All right, I'll go and drop the exclusive. Yeah, okay. I'll drop the exclusive. <laughs> so, Mobile, can you got to give me at least one. All right. You, already did, you did propose My on big, the podcast. Right, that right. would go viral. all right so so my biggest exclusive my biggest exclusive that i'm rolling out in may is my um cookbook okay it's gonna be something that i'm I'm working on right now i got everybody paid um working on the recipes the format is not going to be just a regular cookbook I'm, i'm finna elevate the game i'm finna come with something that's a little bit more interactive okay it's going to be something that's enjoyable to watch as well. Okay. And you also have something that's physical to touch. So I'm say all that to say the cookbook itself is going to be a force in the kitchen. It's going to make everyone a better cook. I'm going to have some things that can be quote-unquote add-ons. You're getting the exclusive, exclusive. That I like I'm going to have um, branded. Um, something that we're also working with her um, in different um retailers as well as well as wholesalers and getting our stuff branded in the appropriate manner to give to people to have the best of the best Mm. i'm sick and tired i know you are of pulling out a knife and it don't cut the way you need to cut Mm -hmm. how can you solve a problem that everyone has Mm. some people have good knives but at the end day is it cutting how you need it to cut right let chef jerob solve that and that's going to be all part of the rollout you sick and tired of opening a, a freaking wine bottle and the cork little thing break off? I've, at least I've done it, you know what I'm saying, a couple of times where you can't get it to twist and come off and all that. Let be in the bottle solve that problem, you know what I'm saying? So all these things we're trying to roll out this year, and that's that, that's that, that's that good exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> that's that good exclusive, okay. keeping that's that energy amazing. all year. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I can't wait to support. Thank you. Thank you. For real, man. Yeah. I know we haven't really been able to go to some of the parties just yet. No, but, it's fine, man. But I mean, it's something we, we definitely look at y'all and say, like, dang, dude. Like, cause, so these parties <laughs> is an experience, man. Yeah. It is. That's yeah. the point. And I don't throw parties just to throw it. I throw it like an experience so people right. can be like, man, like, right. I don't know how it's going to top this next year, but I really will remember this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, I told him, I was like, we can't miss another Yeah, we can't event. miss another one. Like, we, we, we need to go. We don't miss too many. So that XL was one for the ages. I won't lie. That was a great. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So we're going to be in that thing nice. nation. Yeah, that was a bit. We have that recorded, okay? Oh, we, so keep that same I'm energy a, next year. Right, right. Keep that same <laughs> energy. Yep. So, so where did, I guess lastly, like, where did that inspiration come from as far as just throwing, is that just a Yeah, different, man, I'm you know, so sick and tired. My thing was when I was in Atlanta, my biggest thing I used to say to Evan, uh, my roommate at the time, and my um, brother still, you like, I was like, bro, I'm so sick and tired of these bougie-ass females standing up on the wall at a club just thinking they better than everybody. Yeah. And these guys standing up on couches in their little freaking section mm-hmm. that they spent all this money on thinking that they better than somebody. Mm-hmm. And it be boring. Yeah, I have not been to a club where I had a great time and been like, I'm trying to go out in Atlanta. Yeah. Straight up. That's just me because from Mobile, we get down. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it's time to party, have a good time, 
We drink, we have a good time with friends. It's intimate, just like, you know, some house parties type stuff. Mm -hmm. How can I expand that and keep it with the brand, keep it that modern, luxurious feel where you don't feel entitled? You're on the same level as everybody else. It doesn't matter if you're the best one there or if you just barely scraped up enough money to get you that fine dress, that expensive heels and the ticket. Guys, you drop this big money. You drop $400 on the suit, but you got a guy over here who got the same looking suit from H&M. Mm -hmm. It does not matter. Like for me, everyone's on the same playing field. EXO was the first time we did sections just because as couples, you know, you want somewhere to sit down and just, you know, vibe with your significant other. You know what I'm saying? And we sold, you know, a section, you know, to a couple of people for their own personal gain. But the rest of the couches, you know what I'm saying, that were in the primary area, they were just, you know, for seat seating. Mm -hmm. And they still try, and I can, that's why I know I'm never going to have that in my party again, because even then, I'll never forget. I don't know who the girl is. I hope she's listening. I was tired. I was on my feet for 24 hours straight, just getting everything perfect. This is mm -hmm. my first five-course dinner. Everything has to be perfect. Yeah. I saw open spot. I went to go take a seat. I was like, man, I'm tired. I'm glad everybody having a good time. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Thinking that she knows me. I don't know who she is. Uh, you're in my seat. <laughs> in my head, I was like, like, <laughs> I paid for this. Right. Don't tell me I'm in. You know what? I was like, oh, my bad. You enjoy the party. Just walked off and like crazy. <laughs> but like my point for the experience is for people to come to have fun mm -hmm. with a group of young individuals. Right. doesn't matter the race. And just really have great food, great alcohol. And that's why I always do the all-inclusive price. I'm tired of people going... You got to pay $20 to cover. Drinks are $10 a pop. Then if you want food, they charge you $20, but you're only getting two little things and lamb chops. Mm -hmm. You come into the Chef Jar experience, you pay one ticket, you get a band, and you don't have to worry about anything at that party but having a great time. Your food is taken care of. It's all you can eat. Alcohol is taken care of. It's an open bar. Vibes are there. You know what I'm saying? You just come to have an experience. So that's right. the goal. That's awesome. That's the goal. That's great, man. Mm -hmm. well, New exclusive. Next Halloween is going to be crazy. So Next Halloween. Exclusive. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm just ready to experience no, the experience. Halloween. I'm trying to plan a, a summer party right now. It's just finding that perfect venue. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can't get that perfect venue, then I can't execute my vision. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest thing. So sometimes timing is the biggest thing. But Halloween, I've came up with some ideas that are really going to be next level. Okay. It's going to take this whole Hana experience to the next way. So, <laughs> okay. So, we need to plan some costumes then. Yeah, get them mm -hmm. costumes ready, folks. We got enough time. We yeah. need to figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I think this was definitely a great a great podcast. Definitely. I appreciate you for having us. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys for so coming much for on. Thank you for joining us. Um, I guess, what, what's the last thing I would ask? So, so, how do you guys plan to just keep that same energy in your relationship? your businesses not only you know throughout this year but just in the future like what are your plans to stay you know committed there mm -hmm. um uh with us i know we have to be intentional but i think for us just keeping that same energy is just keep showing each other like that same love and attention Mm -hmm. Even during tax season where he's super busy, you know, <laughs> it's now it's my time to be understanding, you know, right. and I got to take the back burner and realize that 
All right, once this is over, then it's back to, you ain't going to forget, are you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then we're back on track. and yeah. Not that we're off track now. It's just different seasons of what has to happen. And right. being with him, I've, I've understood that. Like, now I'm like, okay, I know I have to be focusing on this and doing what I need to do. So when it's time for us, you know, okay, tax season's over, and then we're just back to dates every weekend and <laughs> like she's gonna keep listing things that she wants yeah she's gonna play this back right yeah <laughs> but yeah i think we're just gonna keep our same and just because this love like it's just so different mm-hmm. and you can tell when it's different yeah yeah so yeah so it was different for us so we so i think that's why she can so easily see it on other people and see yeah. it on y'all yeah. because yeah. you know like i said this was uh, something that was different, you know. We were, mm-hmm. we weren't looking for each other. We, wasn't. we met through Instagram, mm-hmm. just like y'all. Mm-hmm. He slid in, was, the I slid in the comments. Even though the DMs back so then, so it was a little different. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was. It wasn't. It sure was a DM. It wasn't even mm-hmm. DMs. Yeah, yeah, but it was the comments back. It then. was still Instagram, nonetheless. <laughs> so, so yeah. So yeah. what about you? Uh, we're gonna keep that same energy. Um, by me, I'm always gonna be. Justin, I'm always going to surprise her when she least expect it. Yep. I'm always going to, you know, keep giving her those words of affirmation that she solely loves. You know what I'm saying? I do. And we're just gonna keep. You love me. Tell me you love me. We're gonna keep building a better us. You know what I'm saying? Getting a little bit more active on the gym so we can be physically and mentally fit. You know, on both ends of spectrum. Gonna start eating a little bit more cleaner. Mm -hmm. Just really. Little things like that that can make a lifetime impact. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm always looking at the outlook of down the road, and she also is doing that, but focusing on the here and now. So I feel like we have that good balance. For sure. Definitely. I mean, like Victoria said, we definitely thank y'all for coming. Thank you. Um, Justin, thank you for being an inspiration to my wife yeah. and to many others. Like you said, with your outreach in the community, you know, it's amazing. I think, you know, in the black community, we need more people that are building people up, mm-hmm. that are promoting people Great. and wanting to help other people do more and not be the crabs in the buckets and right. drag people down and just want all the money or the knowledge for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's rare within some people. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate that. Everybody can win. It's everybody room for everybody. Win, yeah. Yeah, it's, room. It's, just, it's money for everybody, man. No, really. Yeah. It is. You just got to out-hustle. You just got to hustle, really. Sure. That's yeah. it. So... Well, before we wrap up, I just want to give them an opportunity to just share their social handles and where we can find them at and things like that. So, okay. So, my Instagram is babyb, two underscores. So, it's baby with two Y's, B, E, E, two underscores. Got it. And mine is chef.jrob. That's J R O B. And you can book us through my website at www.chefjrob.com. And if there was one more takeaway that I have to give to everybody who's listening to keep that same energy is that you don't have to be the most talented person in the room. You just got to be the hardest working and you can outwork everybody in the room and then you'll be the most successful. Well, that's a way to wrap up a podcast, Justin. And we thank y'all again for coming and uh, we look forward to all the great things that we know you guys are going to do in 2020 and, and beyond. We look forward to hearing about how the exclusives roll out okay. throughout the rest yeah, of the yeah. year. <laughs> but, All um, the exclusives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Y'all ain't see that, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening, man. We, right. we 
we'll see y'all next week.